This is the Rich Eisen Show. I don't feel we have carped on Trey Lance National. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I don't think we are part of the national media that I has think, been critical of Trey Lance. I think no. we've been one of the few shows who is pro. The Rich Eisen Show. Because we, we just want to see him play. Today's guests, Seahawks wide receiver Tyler Lockett. Senior writer for The Athletic, Vic Tafer. UCLA Athletic Director, Martin Jarman. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, it is. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. We are live on the Roku channel every single day, 12 to 3 Eastern, including right here on this terrestrial radio outfit, Sirius XM. We say hello to everybody out there who is watching and listening to us every single day. We've got three guests, as you just heard, coming up on the program. Uh, Tyler Lockett of the Seattle Seahawks is going to be joining us here today. We also have Martin Jarman, the uh, athletic director of UCLA, uh, will be coming down the 405, which is truly uh, uh, special. Anybody who knows and lives out here <laughs> in Los Angeles, California, you know, that that is... That is a uh, commitment. It's an ask. It's friendship, and we greatly appreciate him coming down the 405 to do that. Uh, Vic Tafer will be joining us from The Athletic uh, because he covers the Raiders, and that is of specific interest to us, and uh, we'll get into that in a second. Good to see you over there, Chris Brockman. How are you on this day? I'm great. What's up, man? We also have uh, on this day, uh, 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 what's more likely? It's a Friday. So it's uh, it's going to be a good program here today. Jay Felly, good to see you, hey, sir. How are what's you? What's up, Rich? T.J. Jefferson, is that candle lit over there or what? Candle's lit, Rich. You know, the 405 is so awful, it caused me to move sides of town, like to a place where I don't have any friends, just so I wouldn't have to get on that freeway. Okay. I, I'm over here. You know, Just the latest example of why you don't leave the house. Uh, <laughs> 844-204-RICH, number to dial, and I'm, I'm, I'm appreciative of seeing phone lines already lit the minute that we come on the air. Hey, everybody, what is more unsatisfactory? than a preseason game in which both studly quarterbacks and running backs and wide receivers of both teams, uh, they don't play, and it ends in a time. I don't know if <laughs> what's more unsatisfactory than that, but just to show you what's going on in this country, in this sports world these days, it's football. That's all that matters. Yep. So we had that. Which was nice. You know, uh, and, and speaking of... Um, UCLA, DTR, playing football for the Cleveland Browns. He looks nice. To me, well, I mean, what stood out last night other than an 18-18 tie, because uh, we're not playing overtime in preseason games. Get out of here with that noise. Uh, a 15-yard penalty, he was called for uh, an illegal block, one of two blocks he made on one running play. That alone, you should pick the flag up. doesn't matter if one of them's illegal. <laughs> so you had that last night. Um and just to, in all seriousness, the conversation around the Philadelphia Eagles coming out of that game last night is just, wow, maybe Marcus Mariota might be a downgraded backup quarterback. Like, that's about it. Hopefully Nolan Smith is okay. Tyree Cleveland got carted off last night in a frightening moment. But the bottom line is, for the Eagles, we place them aside. For me... And again, last night, zero indication. We have no idea off of last night. And we just don't have much of an idea at all. One of the greatest mysteries entering this season. How good are the Cleveland Browns? How good can this team be? Really damn good. 
if Deshaun Watson shows up in 2023 as he was playing in 2019 and so forth, right? In 2020 and fill in the blanks. The Bill O'Brien era, Deshaun Watson. And um, Miles Garrett is on this team. A de- they have a defensive player of the year candidate. They've got an MVP type quarterback in Deshaun Watson. They have one of the rarest of rarities in the NFL today. What's that, Rich? A properly paid and valued running back. <laughs> True. <laughs> Brockman That's and I agree. Weird. We took him in fantasy. That's weird. Nick Chubb. Chubb is. Chubb. So a team is actually paying their running back and they don't mind it? <laughs> They're not threatening to cut him or cutting him? Not making him the a hole, as it's you say? Really weird. Hmm. They've got Amari Cooper. Can he show up like he showed up in Dallas, like he showed up in uh, Oakland? That's how long ago we're talking about. Can the Browns do this? One thing I don't think we'll be hearing from Cleveland, and man, do I hear that? Did I hear this last year and the year before from any Browns fan that takes in oxygen and breathes out carbon dioxide? Boy, did they hate their defensive coordinator with a passion. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know a single one that didn't want that defense and the way they were schemed or whatever, because everybody's an all-22 expert. Jim Schwartz is there now, folks. He's coordinating the defense. How good are the Cleveland Browns going to be? Do you know? Nobody knows. Kevin Stefanski, coach of the year, Kevin Stefanski. Of course, coach of the year in the year that Baker Mayfield was finally Baker Mayfield for the Cleveland Browns. Won a playoff game in Pittsburgh. Curb stomped the Steelers, which is exactly what Browns fans want. I mean, you want to talk about a piece of red meat for Browns fans. How about destroying the Steelers in a playoff game and ending their season? Of course, Kevin Stefanski had COVID, wasn't on the sidelines for that game. So who the hell are the Cleveland Browns? I have no idea. And I can't wait to see it play out as the Cleveland Browns start against the Cincinnati Bengals. Are they going to have Joe Burrow out there? And, of course, Browns fans, as they welcome the Bengals in with Joe Burrow, are one of the few people in the National Football League that would say, we don't care if Burrow's there because we beat Joe Burrow. Mm -hmm. With regularity, they beat Joe Burrow. They beat up Joe Burrow, and they beat him. The one team Joe Burrow struggles against. And then, I mean, talk about a start for the Cleveland Browns. Week two, Monday night football, one of the doubleheaders at Pittsburgh. (laughs) One of the two games on that week two night. By the way, Monday night football doubleheaders, weeks two and three. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, wow. Love it. Home for the Tennessee Titans. The matchup of of two teams in the NFL that have properly valued and paid running backs. What is going on? It does not compute. Home for the Baltimore Ravens. Rubber meeting the AFC North Road. 
in the first four weeks Man, of the season. Wow, three division games to start. And then an early bye week. By the way, three division games to start, two of them at home. you got to win those. Yeah. You have to win those. Lamar versus Deshaun Watson. I believe for the first time, because Lamar was out when Deshaun came back. I don't even know if the Browns played the Ravens in the last six weeks of the season last year anyway, but who the hell are the Cleveland Browns going to be? Because they, if they come out of the chute and run it down your throat and Deshaun Watson extends plays as Deshaun Watson can do in his one preseason action against Washington a couple of weeks ago, 12-play drive stalled on the one-yard line, didn't miss a pass, ran a cup, ran, had a nice run. Like if that's the way they're going to go and do, and they win their home games, let's just say they don't beat the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh. Let's just say, what if they start three and one, hit that bye, they're two and oh, two and one in division. That's what we're talking. I have no idea. I'm just throwing it out there. They are, for my money, figuratively, of course. <laughs> The shrug emoji team of the AFC don't know. Every year I come in on this show and I'm like, we don't know. The Giants were kind of a shrug emoji team last year. Could be terrible, could be good. They were good, as we all know. They were good, TJ. <laughs> Ask the Minnesota Vikings how good they were. They were all right. So, yeah, don't know. I'm kind of hovering around an NFC team, and we'll talk about that team later on in the program because we got a little bit more clarity as to how they're going to enter the season today. But the shrug emoji team in the AFC could be a total bonanza for them. All the slings and arrows they took for bringing Deshaun Watson to Cleveland and having him sit out and have 2022 be a washout. All it was was for him to just knock off the rust. He was 3-3. Three and three. He didn't look anything like a, a star quarterback. He looked pedestrian. What about this year? And he says he wants to play in one final preseason quarter or drive against the Chiefs, Browns and Chiefs, in the final preseason game of the year next week. Kevin Stefanski played it fun and tongue-in-cheek, saying, you know, he's not supposed to spill the beans on that. I'll spill the beans for you. No chance. No chance. You know, you definitely like to see Amari Cooper in that game. He's the king on occasion of uh, the soft tissue injury. They're not going into week one. They, that, that first month of the season, Chubb's got to be healthy. Watson's got to be healthy. Cooper's got to be healthy going in to week one at home against Joe Burrow. And we're wondering about his calf. Let them deal with that. Let the Browns come in healthy and start blowing doors off of people because they can't. They can. They can control the action with their run game. They can play pass with Watson, who can be out of the pocket. Okay, if you don't wallpaper Cooper and the rest of those wide receivers – Hopefully, Elijah Moore of the Jets will be formally uh, will be healthy for them. You know, that's the way it's going to work. And then defensively, Jim Schwartz dials it up, and Miles Garrett come roll, roll Miles Garrett downhill at you. 
Donovan Peoples-Jones, David and Joko. I, again, I, I think I've said my piece on it. I, I don't know. I have no idea. They could also not be very good if Deshaun Watson comes out mm-hmm. pedestrian. I don't see that. I think they're going to be good, Rich. Okay. Christopher, you want to chime in here? Because that's what I, I'm watching some of this 18-18 preseason action last night, and I'm like, oh, okay, good enough. It's good to see Who this kid from Wild- UCLA. Austin you know? Watkins, like that kid was catching I mean, balls. again, you're, you're seeing these guys, and it's great. That's what preseason's for. The thing is, you got to do a counting, right? The NF- AFC is so stacked. So if, say, Cleveland makes the playoffs, who doesn't? Is Baltimore down this year? Maybe Cincinnati has. They're down. Bro, this if year. Baltimore's Maybe down. Maybe they don't make it. Because, um, as you know, Baltimore, Baltimore, let me just linger on that. Because you're right. You put one in, you got to take one out. Exactly. No doubt. And so. Yeah. Um, Another mystery is what's the what's the Ravens offense going to look like? Right. I mean, because we're just assuming it's going to be. Well, we know we know it will be it will be different. And so all we've seen from Lamar coming in outside of his MVP season when he was going up top to Hollywood Brown, mm-hmm. right, and torching the Dolphins in Week One, and then using that as a springboard for an MVP season. Ever since then, it's just been a lot of. Have your head on a swivel because the fullback could be carrying it, you know. <laughs> Have your head on a swivel. But one of those three tight ends is going to be coming at you, you know. Have your head on a swivel. You know, one of the wide receivers that you're not really scared about could be healthy enough to be playing today, and Lamar might be throwing to him. Yeah. Have your head on a swivel because it's Snoop Huntley because Lamar's hurt. Like, that's been the Ravens' offense the last couple of years with all due respect to them. The AFC North could have all four teams in or only one. The AFC North were a shrug emoji division, although that's why we're calling them the sneaky, the sneaky good division of the season. And to it could just, be the sneakiest and, best division of the season. And to just get a, a jump on what's more likely coming later this show... Who's more likely to return to form? Lamar to his MVP form or Deshaun to his oh, Texans form? I said, it's not. I literally just made that one up. Good one, good one. <laughs> but, you know, like that's kind of the big question for both of those teams. Do you want to throw it in there or you want to hit it right now? Let's do it right now. Or just poll question it. Yeah. Poll question Look at it. Us. Look at us. That's the move right there. Throw up the X. X. <laughs> You're going to have to give that one up. I mean, it's coming, guys. That's what they call themselves now. Oh, I was throwing up the X for Dez. Yeah, oh, no, no. I know what I you're... Wakanda forever. Wakanda oh, no, forever. No. I, 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 Just I'll not never, for Twitter. I'll never do it for Twitter. <laughs> ever. So, <laughs> so, so I understand. DMX. This <laughs> out here is Dak. This, yeah. this, this close is Black Wakanda. Panther. Wakanda, Wakanda forever. Right. Never Twitter. DMX. I got to give respect to oh. Dark Man X. Rest in peace. But Twitter, Never so for much. Twitter. <laughs> yeah. A lot of rules. <laughs> <laughs> Vic Tafer of the Athletics is going to be joining us on this program um, in hour number two prior to what's more likely. And the reason why we're dialing him up is not just because the Raiders are a fascinating team to me or the fact that I put more important eggs in my football life into their basket by drafting Devontae Adams in the second <laughs> round of the best ball. You went for it, bro. Okay. <laughs> you went for He's it, not going to be mad um, about that, though. But Josh Jacobs still not signing his tender. What is up with that? And is Devontae Adams happy or not? Would you be? I I I don't know. Like this, you know, one one minute he's talking, uh, yeah, he's talking know. about you know 
They they let my BFF go. And what are we doing here? What the hell's happening here? And then he's just like totally out of context, everybody. And then, you know, did he leave camp? Did he leave? Did he not? Like, what What did he do? He just knew what Chris said. He got and helped off the field the one day, and then yeah, he's yeah, gone like, for, uh, like, two days. And uh, then, then he's back. Then he's back. Then he's happy. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy. So what's up with the Raiders? Because, again, if I'm going to go there with them, and the there is not beating the Chiefs. Never, I'm, I'm never doing <laughs> Don't that again. Ever say that again. I'm never going to say that again. <laughs> Although Will Compton did yesterday, right from that chair. Yeah. He said the Chiefs are going to miss the playoffs. Yeah. He's out of his mind. Direct all complaints to the boys. Which is funny because when he left, he got immediately drug tested. Did he really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just yeah. In, was, in advance of year 10.2? <laughs> yeah. Somebody yeah. standing okay. at the door. Immediately back drug tested. So the Raiders, just a, fa- a fascinating team in its own right. And then UCLA Athletic Director Martin Jarman um, in the final year of UCLA's um, Pac-4 status and um, or Pac-12 status before they leave in, with seven other schools. Holy cow. Can't and then there's this. you at 844-204-RICH being the number to dial. We'll take your phone calls on this day. And when we come back, one of our favorites... From the Seattle Seahawks, none other than Tyler Lockett back here on the program. What is going on with the Seattle Seahawks? How will they follow up their remarkable 2022 season? That's next. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O-O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop 
from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code EISEN. That's I B O T T A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. I got to bring this up since we haven't spoken. Uh, the cart, you know, the cart, what I'm talking about, the cart, you know? Oh yeah. Okay. My cart. Yeah. <laughs> what, 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 what happened? Did you go up to the cart and ask for a ride to, to take care of your business or like what happened? What happened? I would never that? ask for a ride to the locker room, but okay. you know, what happened? People, people never ask for money too, but when, when you present it to me, I'm not going to say no to it. So I came off the field. Yeah. Um, I had come off the, the field uh, like two plays, three plays before that. Yes. And I told my coach, like, hey, I got to take a number two. Like, it's not looking good. And then we got a first down and got close to the red zone. So I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll hold it. So yes. we end up scoring, and I come back to the sideline. Yes. And the trainer and the head trainer and the head equipment guy was like, hey, there's a cart down there ready to take you into the locker room to go to the bathroom because we're playing in Detroit, and it is a hike from the locker room to the field. And plus, we were on the other side. So I was like, you know what? You can't miss an opportunity like this. So, you know, up the tunnel I went, and the rest is history. <laughs> I left, just, just know I left my mark in Detroit. <laughs> DK, you gave a scare to everybody who loves you and roots for you. I mean, you know, seeing you carded, we're like, wait a minute, what's going on? And then what a relief, you know, right. to, to use another analogy uh, as well. I mean, did you have people after the game saying, what the hell did you do that for? Just walk Everybody after the game was like, bro, don't scare us like that. I'm like, <laughs> I was not, I wasn't worried, so y'all shouldn't be worried. But I, I watched the video and I wasn't smiling on the way to the locker room so that's probably why everybody was was a little worried yeah i mean we 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 saw the tweet you're like that that clinch walk wouldn't have made it that's what you nah. that's what you tweeted <laughs> and we were wearing white that game so it definitely <laughs> <would've shown. laughs> Back here on the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network. I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Year nine for this guy. How about them apples? Year nine for the wide receiver of the Seattle Seahawks getting set to take on the Dallas Cowboys in a preseason game that you can catch Saturday night on NFL Network at 10 Eastern time, seven locally in Seattle. Seahawks wide receiver Tyler Lockett back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How you doing, Tyler? I'm doing pretty good, man. How are you? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. How is uh, year nine? You're getting to be the OG of that locker room, huh, Tyler? Right? Yeah, man. It's, it's a blessing just to be able to go into year nine. But, you know, you're right. It's a lot different. Seeing a lot of guys come and go. But just being able to still be there, I've learned from, you know, my first year of being there to now just kind of – how to be able to help create and make a team. Well, you've seen guys come and seen guys come and go, and now you've seen guys come and go and come back. In Bobby Wagner, um, how, how how's that been, getting him back in the mix, Tyler? Um, it's been phenomenal, man. Um, I think, you know, we've missed Bobby um, when he left last year. You know, his presence, just the type of leader and competitor that he is. 
he, he makes everybody's job easier. He understands the game. He's a future Hall of Famer. And so just being able to get him back, I mean, there's so many things that we can be able to learn, not only from what he brought when he was on the team, but even from the outside looking in on perspectives of what it's like to be on another team. How do they go about practice? How do they go about, you know, mentality, all that different type of stuff. And so just being able to have him back has just been phenomenal and has done wonders for us. Does he, did he step right back in the role of being Bobby Wagner in the locker room with a bunch of guys? Did that just right away happen? Tyler. Yeah, right away. I mean, and and if there was any doubt or any, you know, any questions about it, I mean, we once he came in, it was like, bro, we, we everybody's treating you as if you never left. And it's just must be great. I can't wait to talk with him about that and being back in Seattle. And now, obviously, uh, after your terrific season last year, uh, it is now a follow-up season. What is being discussed on that front within your training camp? Tyler? Uh, well, I mean, I think the biggest thing is just consistency. Uh, consistency is very hard in this league, but consistency comes with many sacrifices. It comes with lots of effort. So, you know, the biggest thing is you got to be able to understand where you're at, and then you got to be able to just learn how to manage and continue to grow, continue to build. Things might not always look like how you want it to look when you go out there and you run routes or when you go out there and you're playing, but you just got to be able to learn how to adapt, learn how to maneuver around the obstacles that come its way. And ultimately, you know, if you keep on playing, you, you're going to end up being not only the ultimate competitor, but you're going to end up winning. And uh, Geno Smith, at this point last year, it was still up in the air, right? And uh, we all know Drew Locke got sick and Geno got more reps, got more uh, preseason action, and then got the gig. And the rest appears to be history right now. Um, how is it in, in any way, shape, or form different than him knowing it's his gig? It's the reins that he's holding of this offense right now. Yeah, well, I think it's a lot different because, like you said, this time last year, um, you're talking about two guys being able to battle out for the starting position. So not everybody got a chance to be comfortable in that in that lead role, in that starting role as a quarterback. Everybody had to, they had to split the snaps. They had, you know, we had to split the conversations in half with trying to be able to get on page with two different quarterbacks and making sure that we all understood our each other. We had to build chemistry with two different quarterbacks. And so that's kind of what happens when it's a quarterback battle. But now going into this year um, with Gino, you know, kind of already understanding his situation, it, it allows us to be able to continue to learn how to advance earlier this preseason than we were able to last year. How are the kids at running back right now? Tyler man I mean man they they run feisty running through people I mean you've seen it when we just played against the Vikings um I love the mentality that that they, that they have and I mean they're going out there and they're playing aggressive so is Kenneth Walker you think going to be ready for the season you think he's a week one guy Tyler what do you think yeah I mean I think he is um, you know he's back out here and he's practicing with us and so um, I think there's a lot of creativity that we're going to have on offense with just being able to utilize him. Uh, we already saw everything that he can be able to do last year. And so, like I said, it's just him being able to build up off of that and just being able to continue to do what he's always done. Well, speaking of Big Ten guys that I'm glad that are no longer in the Big Ten taking on Michigan, Jackson Smith and Jigba, your <laughs> teammate now, what's he bringing to this equation so far? Tyler. Man, I mean, ever since, you know, we've gotten him, he's been lights out. 
um, just real smooth with route running. He understands the game. You know, he's learning. And, like, you see his IQ one day, and then the next day his IQ just shot up through the roof, you know, 30%, 40% more just within that day. So the more that he's been able to sit in meetings, understand our philosophy, understand our offensive scheme, he's able to go out there and not even think. He's just reacting, and he's making so many great decisions. He's using late hands. He's making. He's able to catch um, really, really tough catches. So, I mean, he's been playing lights out. And then the two kids at tackle uh, growing up now in year two – I mean, how how good can this offense be, Tyler? What do you think here? What do you think? Well, I mean, I think I think we could be great, man. I just think the biggest thing is we all got to make sure we're on the same page, and we all got to be able to want the same stuff. You know, um, NFL is is a little different than it is in high school and college. You know, those are more of the team oriented sports, but in the NFL, you know, we all got to be able to almost die to our individual goals and we got to be able to all want the same thing as a team and so we can't be out there like doing our own thing so i i think for us you know we're we're constantly growing and we're constantly becoming a better offense and like i said that offense might look different every week a team might take away the deep threats and they only make us go short game the whole day and some people will make us go deep the whole game and so not only do we have to take what they give us but we got to be able to understand what they're doing before the game during the game and then be able to navigate through what it is that the defense is giving us well what do you mean by not being on maybe the same page uh, as a team-oriented goal i'm confused by that one can you well i mean there's not really a lot of confusion behind it everybody has individual goals everybody has team goals sure. so the biggest thing is just making sure that we're all on the same page and learning how to help each other achieve our individual goals while also achieving the very, very best of our goals together as a team. So, I mean, I'm just saying there's a lot of distractions that come. There's a lot of reasons why people play football. It's just in general. I'm not just saying about our team. So mm-hmm. I'm just saying in general, you make it to the league, women come your way, money comes your way, like all these other business opportunities come your way. And so the teams that you always see hanging on to the very end are the teams that don't get distracted the most. And they're the teams that are in it together. They don't get caught up with the media and they go out there and they're always playing because they understand what's at stake. So what's your role in this then, Tyler, on that front? Uh, How do you view your role on that then? Well, Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, your role changes every day. Mm -hmm. Some days... Some days you might be in the forefront. Some days you're at the back, you know, trying to make sure that you you help the last man behind. Some days you're the cheerleader. Some days you're just a supporter. Some days you're a counselor. I mean, it just really depends. It's kind of like understanding what is it that your teammates need. But it's not only me. It's, it's some of the other vets that, you know, have been captains and that understand how to lead a team. And, you know, it, it helps us to be able to be there for more than one person rather than just trying to put it all on one specific player. Tyler Lockett here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. So um, a couple things here. Um, your, your, uh, your teammate, DK Metcalf, I love having him on just like you, but I need your perspective on this of a story that I cannot wait to ask him myself that popped up this, this summer, and I, I, I do call it a story. He eats candy every day. Are you serious? Yeah. Tyler, is that for real? Like he eats he's apparently one meal, coffee and candy, and that's how and that's how he survives and subsists. Is that true? 
Huh? Yeah, I mean, if he tells you that's his diet, I mean, <laughs> that's his diet. You know, I, I've seen it before. So, like what? I mean, it's like how so? Intriguing. Like what do you mean? Like you're just like in a meeting room and you look over and it's just Skittles, like Marshawn or or Pop Rocks or like what? What do you mean? Like what? What is it? What is he doing? Well, I mean, it varies. It might not be in meetings, but it might be in downtime, like leading up before meetings. I mean, it's just. I mean, he has his own way about doing things. I mean, not everybody, not all of us can be his size, you know, with his speed, with his skill set. Yes. So, I mean, whatever he does, it works for him. And you you can't tell everybody else to follow that same diet. Uh No. So, but but he does walk around with candy around around the facility, like for real? Yeah? Uh, I mean, at times, I mean, we're not in the same, sometimes we're in different meetings, so I can't always see, you know, what he's doing, but I mean, sometimes if he doesn't have it, then I mean, that might just be his time off to not have it, but like I said, if if he's telling you that's exactly what he does, then yes, he does it, and he might do it when nobody's watching, or he might do it when people are watching. And again, I know that he's not a teammate of yours, but you're going to see him uh, this weekend. Uh, he is a Kansas State Wildcat like you. Deuce Vaughn, when you see him on Saturday night, do you have a relationship with him? You're going to seek him out, talk with him about what's in front of him potentially, Tyler? Uh, I don't. Well, I mean, I haven't really got to talk to Deuce Vaughn a lot, but, you know, I've always supported him ever since he went to Kansas State. So I'm definitely right. going to be able to go out there, um, talk to him. Um, you know, he was playing great. Um, when they played against the Jaguars in the first preseason game. Yes. And, you know, his whole life he's been beating the odds. Like, every obstacle that's come his way, um, people always talk about height. But, you know, you can't measure heart. You can always measure height, but heart is what keeps you in the league, and heart is what brings you to a lot of different places and gives you opportunities that, you know, height and size can't give you. And so do, do you, are you going to tell him that or pull him aside? Or, or I'm just wondering how you view your role maybe as a Kansas State Wildcat in the National Football League. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to go talk to him. But, you know, for me, it's not always about just trying to talk to people and tell people, yep. you know, certain stuff. It's just being able to, have, like, create that relationship. And sure. eventually you'll be able to say stuff like that. But, you know, until then you just – constantly learn how to build it if you got any questions you know let me know like you know where you're going to be at in the off season just that type of stuff and then sometimes it's better when you let them kind of ask you questions sure i got you so and what's going on with you otherwise you always have stuff happening off the field that is fascinating to me uh i'll give you the floor what's going on with you tyler what else Uh, going on oh well you know i think for me the biggest thing is um you know, I've kind of already started one of the things that I want to do in my second career, which was real estate. So okay. um, I've been doing that thus far, and um, I want to say I've sold about five houses this year, uh-huh. four in Washington, one in Texas, a little bit under $12 million in volume. So, um, you know, the biggest thing is a lot of times people will say, well, you're not supposed to be doing stuff while oh. you're playing football, but, you know, that you can't really tell people that and I think for me it's all about balance it's about team management it's about having the right team around you that can be able to help when you might not have the opportunity to do as much as you want to be able to do and so I'm really a true believer in being able to like utilize every gift and every asset that you have and not just being able to utilize yourself and just being one thing until that thing is over. So were you the guy who sold Russ that 10-bathroom house in Denver? 
or you had oh, nothing to no. do with that deal? <laughs> no, I didn't no. do that. But, you know, one of the other cool things <laughs> is um, being an agent, you also get the chance to do referrals. Okay. And so you do get paid off a of referral. So, All right. like in that example, if I would have referred him to an agent, then I would have been able to, you know, get a piece of what that agent got as yeah. well. So that's the cool thing is you don't always have to just be a listing agent or a buyer's agent. You can just say, hey, uh, one of my teammates just wanted to go sign somewhere else. I'm going to refer to my agent, and then that way you can be able to help them. So it's, it's lots of cool ways, man, okay. to be able to do it. And um, with just having a luxury and opportunity to work with my teammates, it's cool because they don't have to pay me. You know, I get paid through the seller. So that's what does even more wonders. Now, by the way, I would I would take a piece of just a half of selling, half of or referring, half of Russell's bathroom. You know, <laughs> uh, you and you and Bobby Wagner must have some great conversation because he's all about this, right? And he all about business too, about second careers and getting ready and rep- repping himself. You know what he's all about, Tyler? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like you know. I've, when I first got here, you always heard a lot of the vets talk about business, whether it was Sherm, whether it was Russ, whether it was Bobby, whether it was Cliff. And so the cool part about it is, like you said, with Bobby coming back, we can have all these type of conversations because I'm in that place where we talk about private yeah. investing, we talk about public investing, we talk about creating investment funds, and then you got Russ who started a numerous amount of businesses, who is always there if you got any questions or you need help with being able to figure out how to go about stuff. And so that's the best part with being able to be in this game of football, too, is you're not only having great teammates and great players on the field, but you have people that are willing to sit down and help you learn how to succeed when it comes to outside business. Okay, Tyler, I love it. Uh, Last one for you here, Uh, your first game against the Rams at home. You want to have a tone setter and division? There it is, right there. And obviously, Bobby's got some history there now, recent. You've got long-term history. And then next up is a, a game at Detroit, which you know was an insanely high uh, offensive game last year. And the Lions have definitely f- feeling um, there's a bandwagon about how they could be the team. Do you look at the first two weeks of the season as a tone setter or what for your team? Tyler. I look at every game as a tone setter. Okay. Um, in this game, in this game that we play with football, you could lose at any given moment and any given time, and you got to be able to come ready to play every single day. It can't just be a team that is on the bandwagon or a team that you know is going to be in the playoffs, and that's when you choose to come and play. You can't just come and play when it's a certain great player on the other side and you're like, I got to go against them day in and day out. Because if you're only focusing on the teams that matter, you're going to miss out and you're going to lose against the teams that you feel don't matter. You're going to lose matchups against DBs and and linebackers that you didn't think mattered because everybody's gunning for you. Everybody wants to beat you. Everybody wants to say he's not like that. So you got to be able to be on your P's and Q's. So, like, you know, we can't go out there and take any of these teams lightly because there's no division game that's a lightly game. People probably thought it was like that for us, and we showed otherwise. So you can't go out there and just look at teams and be like, man, we should blow them out. They don't got this person no more. They don't got that person no more. You got to go out there, and you got to play at a high level. And if they can't match your tone, your intensity, your playing style, your level, then it'll show. But you can't go out there and always expect to win without being able to do the work. I love it, Tyler. You're really one of my favorite interviews. So if you don't mind me finishing up uh, by asking a favor, 
um, if you don't mind for me. Oh, no, you're good. No, I appreciate that. Now, I'm, I'm going to bring you down to my level. You're too classy for this, so I apologize. When you see Jackson Smith and Jigbo, will you tell him dad says hello? Just say that. Just say you dad. Dad says hello. Dad says hello. And, and, oh. and follow up by saying dad says hello from me. Dad says hello. That I'd love to have him on later on this fall, right around late November, to set up okay. a conversation uh, about uh, our, um, our maybe collegiate uh, back and forth between the two of oh. us. Okay? Okay. Yep. Would you imagine? That works for me. Yeah. I, 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 he probably won't like this, so be careful. But you're the vet. <laughs> you're the vet. He's the rook. This is part what he's going to have to deal with. Just say, I just spoke to Rich Eisen. Dad says hello. And he wants you on his show in late November, if not before. Okay? Would you mind <laughs> doing right. that? Okay? Would you mind? Yes, sir. Okay, very good. Tyler, thanks for the call. Greatly appreciate it. Have a great ninth season in the NFL if we don't speak beforehand and definitely during the year. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. You yeah. have a great one. Right back at you. At TD at 12 on both Twitter and Instagram right here on The Rich Eisen Show. Okay, do you think he knew what I was referring to when I told Jackson Smith and Jake but that dad says hello? Do you think he has any idea? Wait, Tyler or Jackson? Tyler. No. Jackson knows exactly what I'm talking about because he's the one I interviewed, or is it Garrett Wilson I interviewed I prior to the draft, Garrett, and I said, call, call, call me dad. I think dad. it was Garrett Wilson. I think it was Garrett Wilson. But look, you're. But I think you, I think you're a well-known well no, Michigan honk, so oh, no, he'll get it. No, Jackson Smith and Jigba. He'll get it. JSN understands what disrespect. I'm referring to when I say "dad." You know, <laughs> I've I've decided it's time to start writing some checks with my mouth. Well, you just started again. Yeah, people I've don't use checks anymore, though. That's I'm feeling thing. good. Okay, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling really good. Oh, <laughs> he went to Ohio and got it in, Ooh, right? So, oh boy. Thank you. Feeling good, Louis. I am. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm looking good and I'm feeling good right now. <laughs> but Tyler Lockett has no idea referring no to No idea. He was I just know. like, oh, he's a nice guy. He's, yeah, he's yeah, sure. Super oh, sure. Smiley. He goes like, up to him, hey, oh, sure. hey, Jackson. Hey, Jackson. Rich, Rich says, Dad says hello. Does he know your father? <laughs> what? You kind of explained it at the end about the college. He knows Mr. Stuff. Smith and Jigba? <laughs> Does he know Mr. and Jigba or Mr. Smith? Mm. Here we go. Yeah. Jadavian Clowney is signed. Wait till you hear who he signed with. That's next. This is the Rich Eisen Show. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Vic Tafer of The Athletic going to talk Raiders football. Top of the next hour. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep number does that. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The sleep number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Listen, I don't want to flex, but... I've been around a while. I've been around, I've been I've been around a while. So we're so fortunate. We've been so fortunate to have some of the legendary broadcasters on this program, uh, including the legend of the booth himself. Jim Brockmeyer. Jim Brockmeyer. Yeah. <laughs> you remember when Brockmeyer was here? How did he refer to Pete Carroll? Oh, he's, uh, he's, he's well, na- well, now that Dick Clark what, is no longer with, with us, us, he's the world's, world's oldest, oldest teenager. teenager. Yes, all right. Yeah. Latest example, this video from the Seahawks during practice. There's Pete just winging it around. Look at him going. Dime. Duck. Look at him. Hold on a minute. On the move. Let Pete cook. No look. Wobbly. Oh, yeah. I love it. Pete making throws. You would never want Gino never to do. Never across your body. Look at him go. <laughs> look at him go. Oh, he's going deep. Oh, nice throw. Oh, that was edited. That was a good edit. Oh, oh yeah. Times. All right. Uh, Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I believe that. I believe all those were true. <laughs> Fun stuff from the Seahawks. Brockman immediately starts critiquing the 70-some-year-old man's throws. Am I the only wobble. one who thought this was a little cringy? What? What's the matter? Don't play this role. Don't play the role. It's not a role. It's, it's I him. saw that. It's and not I, a role it's, if you believe not, it. No. I saw that and I was like, don't, <laughs> break a, don't break a hip, Pete. Like, what are we doing? Why? Don't be an ageist. Don't be an ageist. You know, you look at me. I'm playing pickleball tomorrow. I'm excited. I'm worried that you're going to get injured. I'm not going to get injured. I'll be fine. I'm look. worried you're going to have one of those one-legged, uh, like, bikes But I just think here. it's funny that <laughs> look at him move. Look at him move. Nice no look. How old is he? 71, 71, I think. No. I mean, come on. Him look and at Bill that are the man. same age, right? Look at him go. You keep, you just let Pete cook. <laughs> I agree. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Take some phone calls in a second. Jadavian Clowney has signed. He's a Baltimore Raven. One-year deal. Oh, my God. Owe, Ojabo. Oh, boy. Here comes Clowney. Okay, here comes Clowney, but Mm -hmm. has anyone had a longer career based on one play in college? Well, I mean, it's interesting that Ojabo is a Michigan Wolverine. But he's, he obviously, that was one of the, he he took the damn handoff in a a bowl game against Michigan and changed the tenor of the entire game. That said, you can't say that he hasn't done anything in the the pros. Like, he's, he's now basically a free agent. He's a pass rush for hire every year. It seems like he just sits out training camp. He's not sitting in somebody's dorm room for free. No. He'll just show up and he'll go hunt. And now he's a Baltimore Raven. Go hunt. He has 11 sacks in the last three seasons. Okay. I think he will be significant. So you think this is an insignificant piece of news? I think Jadavian Clowney, TJ and I were, were talking about this in the break. He has had a solid NFL career. You know how I feel about, about that word. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, I think when you think back of, like, that play that put him on the map, so to speak, he was the number one overall pick. 
you'd say in that aspect, his career's been disappointing. So would he in be in nine seasons he has forty three sacks. Is he his That's own That's not what you want out of the number one overall pick. Is he his own generation's Mario Williams then? Is that what you're saying? Mario Williams had a much better career than Jadavian Clowney. Much better. Well, what did he win? What has Clowney won? Okay. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Mario Williams won. He's on the Andrew Brandt All Stars. That guy got paid by okay. a lot of people. Whereas Clowney is just kind of bouncing around, and it's just kind of name and hype only at this point. I feel like. I would feel as if the Patriots signed him. You wouldn't say this. I don't know that guy. He's you never be excited if the Patriots blown added, my socks off. If the Patriots no. decided to add Jadavian Clowney on August. 17th or whatever the hell today's date is. I mean, a 30-year-old guy who averages four sacks a season, that okay. doesn't do it for me. Well, the Ravens have added him. And I agree with you. Obviously, a first overall pick I, defensive yeah. lineman, you're, you're hoping for Miles Garrett. That's what you're hoping for. Yeah. Mario Williams has almost 100 career sacks. Mm-hmm. That's a great career. Are you performing CPR over there? What are you doing? <laughs> That's not me. What's happening? Okay. Just wondering what's going on. That might have been the battery charge. Uh, 844-204-RICH, <laughs> number to dial here on the program. Um, let's go to Nick in Corona, California, here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Nick? Sorry. Line three. Good to be on with you again. What's up? Um, I'm calling to report the cobwebs have been removed in Denver. Okay. Oh. All right. And? I'm off record with you. I think uh, I've been hearing you talk about Russell Wilson all week. And uh, I think he's going to be with – being that he's got, obviously, Sean Payton, I think we're going to have a better season this year. So I wanted to do win-loss record like it. Well, the issue is is your phone, Nick, is I don't know where you are. We, we're, like, hearing every other two, two, two words for you. Is there a way you could uh, – I pulled over. Can you, you hear me now? All right, you pulled over. Oh, can, nice. can you Can you get off of whatever Bluetooth you're on, Nick? Can you do that now that you've pulled over? How's it? Is that better? This is like Much you're sitting better. next to me. Much better. Okay, Nick. Now that we now Beautiful. that we've connected, did you say you want to play the play the win loss game for the Denver Broncos? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, what that means is we need to pull up the Broncos schedule, um, and now we need NFL Films music. Oh, this is very inspirational for Nick in Corona, <laughs> California, who's kindly it. pulled to the side of the road from a shoulder somewhere in Corona, California. The win loss game for the Denver Broncos. All right. Starting, uh, hold on a minute. Let me get my, you pulled an Omaha on us. Here we go. Uh, the Denver Broncos, game one, home for the Las Vegas Raiders. I have a feeling you're going to say the word win. Go for it. Win. Okay. <laughs> uh, Washington Commanders at home. Win. All right. At the Miami Dolphins. Win. At the Chicago Bears. Win. All right, 4-0. Grab your Gilligan hats and hold on to your socks. <laughs> Here comes Nathaniel Hackett and Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. What do you have? Oh, I can't wait for this one. And, Rich, I want to make a deal with you. I'm going to go win. And if they do win, yes. can you please do me a favor? Yeah. Please keep my coach's name and my quarterback's name <laughs> Out of your mouth. Dude, <laughs> uh, if you guys win that game, I mean, I'll just play it straight as always. I'll just call it as I see it. Uh, I just, course. you know, I just think you need to have my name out of your mouth if you're going to actually not be 5-0 and after this game. But it's how you have it right now. At the Kansas hey, City I, Chiefs. I will call back. I will call back and take it on the chin, as okay. you would say. Thank you, sir. We lose. All right. Uh, at the Chiefs, what do you got? 
Uh, I will take that as a loss. Home for the Packers. Win. Home for the Chiefs. Uh, we're going to get a win on that one. Oh, my Ooh, gosh. Baby. Seven and one going into Jeez. the bye week. I mean, uh, that Sean Payton might make the Hall of Fame based off of that. Uh, <laughs> at Absolutely. the Buffalo Bills on a Monday night coming off the bye. Uh, I'll do a lock. Home for the Vikings. Win. Home for the Browns. Win. At the Texans. Win. At the Chargers. Win. At the Lions. Win. Home for the Patriots. I'll take a win on that one. <laughs> home, home for the Chargers. Home for the Chargers. Win. At the Vegas Raiders. Win. All right. Yeah, baby. So 15 and 2. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Nick. 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 Uh, that's a fan Nick, right Hold there. on a second. Nick. Nick. Oh you God. need to GPS your exact location to me because I am sending the authorities to have you have a breathalyzer test on the side of the road. Okay? We I need love to it. we need to have you blow into a tube after that win-loss game. Thanks for the call, Nick. All right, call back. Okay, so can we officially put this on the poll? Like, who's crazier in their team prediction? I'd love it. Jake Tapper, sixteen and one Eagles. Nick, Nick, fifteen and two. Quincy Isaiah. And Quincy Isaiah was what fourteen and three Lions. He had the Lions. uh, He had the Lions thirteen and four. And the funny thing is, when Quincy Isaiah was done, and we were off the air, and he was walking out, he goes. I got lost in that. He goes, really? <laughs> I lost myself. What did I do? 13 and 4? He was in his bag, man. Yeah, he was like, ugh. All right, I'm putting this on the poll. Who's right. crazier? Well done. Prediction. You know, my 11 and 6 right. Cowboys prediction Again, seems uh On behalf of everyone on the road in Corona, California, I'm glad Nick was pulled over. Right. <laughs> wow. Vic Tafer on the Raiders coming up. All right. I love playing a win-loss game. Any fans want to call in? This is great. That's the time of the year. Hope is springing eternal. Yes. For still, everyone. Still Hold wait, on a second. Wait, no, Rich Eisen, though. Oh, for the Jets? And Chris Brockman. Oh, Brockman, you did yours, It's right? coming. No, he hasn't done it yet. Done I'll do it. I'm going to do it. Mine. I'm going to do it. But for the moment, at the Chiefs. Hold on a minute. Uh, let me get it right now. That was the, uh, the, the Lions. Home for the Raiders. Home for the Commanders. At the Dolphins, at the Bears, 4 0. They're going to have, let me just put it this way. 15 and 2. <laughs> and I'll, I'll, just, I win, I'll just say this, win. and this is not. <laughs> this like is not in a row to end the season. This is not cheerleader stuff. I think you will agree that whatever happened last year, those kinks better be worked out before Aaron Rodgers shows up hey, with yeah. the Jets. Yeah, man. And Quinn and Williams shows up. Everybody thinks it's going to be Aaron Rodgers and all that. He's going to be pissed about Nathaniel Hackett. The defense is what's going to bring the noise that day. Oh, yeah. Okay. So they better be on their P's and Q's because Quinn and Williams, they might show up off the plane wearing Gilligan hats en masse. The Jets. That's funny. I mean, yeah. Garrett Wilson basically said he did it on purpose. Here we go. It's coming. So, oh, man. And that was the game that was least on everyone's radar in the first six weeks for the Jets. Not anymore.